who don't know me, um, I have really bad luck when it comes to sports games. And Even though like, the ball is attached to a chain. You already know what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. So, um. Did we hit you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hitting the face of the tether wall. <laughs> Hello! Hi guys! Welcome to the Halfway Here podcast. What? What, what did I just hear? What? what? That's right. We, um, <laughs> we, we, this week has been a little <laughs> interesting. Um, but we are changing the name of our podcast from Halfway There to halfway here. Yeah. We feel it fits more appropriately now that we've gotten a chance to kind of like dive into our episodes and kind of figure out what we're really talking about. Halfway yeah. here just seems to fit better. Yeah, so we were talking about like there kind of sounds like we're talking about, you know, far off into the future and here sounds like we're talking about the now, now. which we are. Uh, yeah. And you know, since since we uh, have since uh, dropped that T, we feel like we should also uh, spill it. So, um, <laughs> basically, we also found out that there was another podcast titled Halfway There. Um, there are two really different genres, yes. but, um... <laughs> we, just for the sake of not, you know, confusing people with a podcast that has the same name, we are changing ours to a completely original title. <laughs> Halfway um, Here. It really kind of, I don't know, it sounds simple, like we didn't really make much of a change, but it feels like a completely different change just saying it because it really does sound like we're more focusing on where we are now. Right. So I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, so look out for Halfway Here. Uh, we will also have our website <laughs> updated and all that jazz. Yeah. And just thank you so much to those who have been listening so far. Yeah. Um, we're really excited to see where this whim of a project goes. Yeah. And we will still keep our old episodes up. So when you listen to them, we may or may not edit uh, the actual audio, but the title Understand that this is now the Halfway Here podcast. It is the same girls. Same halfway world. Yeah. I was trying to. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks so much, and we hope you enjoy this episode. So, for today's episode, we want to talk about something kind of fun that affects, you know, at least 50% of the population, uh, the girl code. The girl code. Yeah, I think, I mean, now it may not sound like Disneyland fun, but I think, I don't know, just supporting other sisters, when did that start? Where did girl code really originate from? And kind of just diving down into what girl code means for each of us. Yeah. So I'll start um, (laughs) (laughs) by talking about... uh, my experiences with girl code. So I, I don't know if this was like this at your elementary school. So my elementary school actually went from preschool all the way to eighth grade. You know that it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was for the sake of the listeners. Yeah, I know that Haley went to, you know, an elementary school and then a middle school and then went to high school. You're on a youth team. But yeah, so when I was in elementary school, like I literally knew the same people from when I was five up until I was 13. And then if we went to high school together, and then college together, I really knew them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And there was that one boy who every girl likes. Oh, yeah. And so I think this was initially where, you know, we didn't exactly have girl code yet, but it was starting to develop because it's like who has, and this is very like 
primal this sounds like really stupid but at the same time you know it's it's like a hunter two hunters and they see a, a deer in the distance who gets to shoot the deer which of the girls gets to date the guy that's the real question here it was never me obviously but okay so like <clears throat> i know what you're talking about because in the fifth grade i went to school with somebody i won't say his name but he was <laughs> the cutest person in in school and everyone pretty much had a crush on him since we were in second grade but in fifth grade is when people started to like really be like oh i have a crush on so and so and i know looking at it now it's kind of funny it's fu you know what it's funny because i look back and i know like the guy at my school who everyone liked it wasn't even so much that he was like extremely cute except i mean he was cute but it was more so that he was actually pretty nice. Yes, I was going to say that yeah. too. Yeah, the person that a lot of... Well, and I shouldn't say all the girls because I wasn't friends with every single girl in my fifth grade class. Like, you know, I had my group of friends. I guess I should say my group of friends. And yeah, all of us were interested in this one person. Everyone at my school was different. Oh, really? Oh, like, well, okay, I guess I shouldn't say everybody, but I would say at least a good 80% of the female students. Now keep in mind, my 8th grade graduating class was like 60 people. Oh. Half of them are boys, so it's not that many girls anyways, all oh. liking the same guy. That's, yeah. But. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think. Gosh, so long ago. Because like, I knew who I liked in 5th grade, but it changed drastically in the 6th grade. <laughs> oh dear god. <laughs> Those days. Those days. Or maybe I'm thinking 4th grade, I don't remember. But... Yeah, it was because both of these boys were really nice. Mm -hmm. They were really nice. Yeah. It wasn't even that they were cute. I mean, looking at them now, because I, I follow both of them on Instagram now, I know exactly So we're going to go Instagram stalk when we're done. That's I'll do it I right do. now. Thank you, Haley, because I want to know which, if, if we went to <clears> high school with these guys, and I actually know them. We, you're going to know who one of them is. Oh, dear God, I'm nervous. Um, oh, yeah, but, but you know, it, it starts from an early age, and then at one point, there's, like, maybe, I don't know about at your school, but at my school, there was, like, one girl oh, I don't who him. just, she just nabbed him, and so that was the beginning of Girl Code, because when, uh, when this one girl nabbed the, that hottie, then nobody else was really allowed to go after him. In actuality, even though nobody was, like, dating him, like, even the one girl who was obsessed with him, it was just an unspoken rule. No other girls can talk to him. I think that was, like, sixth grade or something, and girl code was instilled in all of us. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I think what we used to think of girl code is way different from what I think of girl code now. Oh, yeah. And, like, because to me, now it girl code is, like, I think it's about, res it's respecting both parties too, because I feel like, especially like when I was younger, it had so much less to do with whatever the guy wanted. He could like me, and I'd be like, no, she has claim. And that's not really respecting anyone's feelings. Right. Certainly well, not Well, and own. the other thing is, is also like, like, I mean, what if this guy didn't like any of you, the girls who liked him? But they're all you like all the girls are making claim on this guy. Yeah, like, and we're all there's like there's something wrong with that. Yeah, like trying to live to please him. Yeah. Rather than like trying to do stuff that actually makes us happy. Yeah. And sometimes that does not include playing soccer with the guys at recess. <laughs> okay. You think you'll meet a boy like that, but you know what? Sometimes you won't. 
sometimes you won't. Oh no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So in second grade, there was another boy. We're going it, far back. Yeah. No, I feel like from first grade to third grade, there was one boy. From fourth grade to fifth grade, there was another boy. And then sixth grade until like all of junior high, there was another boy. So, but it just kind of like changed mm-hmm. as we all grew up. But in second grade, the class cutie, um, he liked to play tetherball. Mm. So tetherball. Oh, and he was really good at it. I like, don't even know what is tetherball. It's it's, it's, a, it's a thing from Napoleon Dynamite, right? Yeah, where it's the it's a pole, the ball basically on in in a black court. Um, what is it? a black top? Black top, black court. I don't know why. Yeah. Basketball court, black yeah. top. I got you. And um, it's a long pole, and then there's a chain with a ball attached to it, and you swing it. There's two people. One person will swing it to the right, the other person will swing it to the left, and the goal is to get it wrapped around the pole the entire time. There's, like, other things. I didn't, I did not know what it was at yeah. all, so I think I used to, like, swing around the poles. <laughs> okay, I kid you not. So, side story. Okay, when I was in the fifth grade, they had, they, we had, um, we used to have these things called jogathons at my elementary school. Oh, yeah, school, us too. Where it was, like, a fundraiser. I don't know why did I have to run. I don't know. So we had this thing called a dance-a-thon when I was in fifth grade, which was great. And so it was 50s themed. I had a friend who made me, like, and my two friends, so poodle, three of us, made us poodle skirts. Like, really cute poodle skirts. And we had to dance, and you had to be moving the entire time. And if you were the last person dancing, then you would win a PlayStation 2, I think. Oh, wow. And so I was, da- my friends, they quit so long ago. I was dancing. I was having the time of my life. Well, I kept swinging around a pole. And they would come up to you, the teachers who were uh, chaperoning, they would cut off your bracelet if you stopped dancing. And I was dancing. I was swinging around a pole, too. And they came and they cut off my bracelet because I kept swinging around a pole. And that says a lot about who I am as a person. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it does. I think that, that experience really shaped me. I was always I was born to be saucy. Anyways, <laughs> so back to the tetherball story. Right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you kept saying swinging around a pole, and I just wanted to like laugh. Sorry. Woo, she's a lady. That's why they cut off my bracelet because I <gasps> because was pole dancing. It took you a long time. That's why they cut it off because it looked suggestive, apparently. A ten-year-old in a poodle skirt. That was <laughs> mid-calf. Oh my gosh. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I yeah. was like, oh, this is risky. Okay. Okay, uh, anyways, yeah. So, tetherball. My point about the tetherball story is, um, yeah, this, this kid from second grade, the class cutie, he liked to play tetherball. And all of my friends, at least, I don't remember, I didn't really pay attention to a lot of other people I just kind of did my own thing with my friends but I remember Mm. we were like okay he's playing tetherball like let's play foursquare because they were right next to painted right next to each other so we play foursquare and giggle and then one time um I forgot one of us was like sat next to him in class and he was saying like oh yeah like tetherball super fun like you know play so one time we did we went out there and played how was that? Okay, well, for those of you who don't know me, um, I 
have really bad luck when it comes to sports games and even though like, the ball is attached to a chain you already know what i'm gonna say uh-huh. so um we hit you in the face <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was hit in the face with the tether ball <laughs> um i just got I sweaty <laughs> you know what it's fine it's fine yeah I mean, yeah happens. little did i know that in second grade that was gonna start the you know being hit in the face with the basketball <laughs> four times that hurts so oh bad. i know i know um and I then know. it would eventually lead to um you know other clumsiness like God, falling I, down the staircase a few times do you remember freshman year when i fell down the stairs i was walking down the stairs to class and i was talking to my roommates <laughs> <laughs> and somehow i tripped and i slid on my butt down the stairs well do you remember when i freshman year also when I was in going to class I made a keek about this do you remember when I like was going up the stairs and I slid down and then when I went up to class my friend oh yeah he like told the whole class yeah that's embarrassing yeah it's okay man it's okay oh your hands are nice and cold just like my heart (laughs) just kidding but yeah yeah, so the point is is yeah I we we went over there playing tetherball and clearly I had no business playing tetherball no, PE was intense too because it was like the only chance that you like because when you're in class you have the assigned seats so when you go out to PE and you were playing sports it's like okay now's my time to shine because he's watching and he's on my team oh you know when you're playing kickball and you're like all right it's my turn here we go and then the ball rolls right past you and it's just rolls right past you when you're it's your turn to kick by the way so it's great yeah. I did not attract a lot of men. Boys. Boys. <laughs> Boys. They were, like, ten, so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I feel like that girl code was kind of, yeah, kind of like, uh, oh, you know, my friend, like, class cutie, so no other girl can like class cutie. I can't even like class cutie. It's like no. in Mean Girls when it's like, yeah. oh, you know, there's this guy named Aaron Samuels, and they're like, oh, no. No, you can't like Aaron Samuels. That's mm-hmm. Regina's ex-boyfriend. Like, okay, so then we move into, like, that territory. Like, yeah. before, because then I feel like as you progress out of elementary school and you get into middle school, like, the worst two years of your life, mm-hmm. um, you start to, like, get crushes on your friends who are boys or boys yeah. who run in their same circle. So it's not like, oh, like, he's just some far-off idea like yeah. it's literally like a chance it's like to, oh like, i actually talked to you and now that i know you i'm kind of attracted yes so yeah. then it goes to that like well what if one of your other friends likes him too who 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 pursues that oh well from yeah i think i don't even remember who i liked by the time i got to middle school I don't know if I liked anybody in middle school, and then high school started, and I was like, boys. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and there was this one guy. We won't say names, but um, he he was in my geometry class, oh. <laughs> and I just wrote his name down so that way Haley knows who I'm talking about. So he was in my geometry class, and I had, like, the biggest crush on him. I spoke to him twice, but I thought he was, like, really cute. And he, like faked a British accent for a while. No way. Yes, he did. 
<laughs> he faked the British. Because I think he's actually partly British. Oh. But, like, I would talk to him, and I'd never, you know, I didn't know him before high school. And he had, like, a hint of a British accent. And I'm just like, what? That was your thing. That was my thing. Even though I'm in California and had not ever met a British person before, I was like, oh, the Brits, though. <laughs> And so I had this huge crush on him, and little did I know, I had a friend who also liked him. And I remember one day we were talking about it, and like I said, I'd spoken to him like twice. I just had a huge crush on him. And she was talking about him, and she's like, oh, why do you like him? He's like really stupid. He's like not interesting. He's not funny. Honestly, you could do way better. You shouldn't even like him. He's so dumb. And Mm -hmm. I was like so confused. I'm like, why are you? why are you sitting here, like, talking all this smack about somebody because I don't really think you know him that well either. Mm -hmm. And then I was talking to another girl that we knew, and she was like, oh, yeah, she was talking smack about him because she has a crush on him also. So she's, like, trying to throw me off his trail. I see. So, okay, but then, like, I'm trying to think. I don't think I ever had that so I don't even know how you would deal with that. You never had a friend who liked the same guy as you? Never, ever. (gasps) Oh my god! Oh my god, no, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I did. I did. I did. And then we had to, we had to, like, even, like, have a discussion about it. (laughs) Oh dear god! (laughs) Okay, I had Haley write that name down too, so I know who she's talking about. Yeah, okay, so, ooh, like, I don't know how to say this story without, like, I mean, giving it away. But basically, the gist is, like, the very thin layer is, my friend, I had a crush on this guy, and I had made it clear to my friend that I liked this person, mm-hmm. and yes, I remember we all would hang out, and then I remember, yeah, eventually she had texted me and said, so I have feelings for him and he has feelings for me. Like, I'm sorry. And I was just like, well, F, like, what do I do? I think that actually happened with us one time. Too. You and me? Yes. I kind of had a crush on this guy and then I told you. Ooh. I said, I don't think I'm going to pursue him after all. And you said, oh, well, I think I actually kind of like him. So I'm going to go for it. And then we, it never worked out with either of us, thank God. Uh, he ended up being gay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, oh. I, I like, like, had a crush on him like, for a day. I did too, yeah. A day, and then it was <laughs> over. Day. I was like, I think we play for the same team. But it's fine, you know? And then I feel, it's funny, because, like, this same, like, pattern of, like, girls, like, claiming their territory carried on into college, even. I remember when I was a freshman, there was oh, one yeah. guy <laughs> who lived in our building. Anybody who lived in our dorm <laughs> knows who I'm talking about. There was one guy who all the girls liked. I'm like, when so we... wetty right now. This is, I'm sorry. Every girl liked him for some reason. Every, I did every, not every like him. Every girl thought he was cute. I thought he was a nice person. He, yeah, he was really nice. That was the thing, too. And there was this one girl. But that winking thing. Who just, I was just like, I was like, Ugh. oh, I like the wink. I was down with it. You know, I was smitten. Even though, again, I'd had like two conversations with him have a pattern here. <laughs> Actually, that's how it started out with my boyfriend, too. We had, like, two conversations, and I decided, yes, <laughs> you're the one. But, but, yeah, so before I met my boyfriend, though, this guy, and I remember one time I was, like, humming or something, and I did, like, musical theater and choir in high school, so, like, I know how to sing, and somebody was like, 
oh, are you singing? Do you sing? And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, sing something for me. And so I sang something for him. And I remember one time he was like, so can you sing like The Little Mermaid? This is really dumb, but I did it. <laughs> and then this girl happened to be sitting in the same dorm room and she's like, it's not that hard to do it. Anybody could do that. <gasps> she got so mad because he was paying attention to me. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, what was this? When we were downstairs. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember playing 2048. You were playing 2048, right? Oh, yeah, I love 2048. Yeah. I remember that. I still have that app. Yeah, I didn't know. No, I didn't. But, yeah, yeah, it just, I don't know, it's interesting because, like, now that, I feel like a lot when we were younger, like, it was a lot of, like, a race to find a boyfriend like yeah that was like the biggest pressure I, and I, like we obviously can't speak for guys so I don't know if there's that pressure for them to find a yeah, girlfriend too I, but I definitely felt like in junior high school and in high school like it was uh kind of a thing not to have a boyfriend like I know that like oh in high school too I felt like it was absolutely a thing in high school and almost like people treated you no, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, it yeah, was yeah. like a thing, like to if you don't have if you have a boyfriend, like you are. I don't know. It's like you're seen as like almost like more desirable, or like you have something to talk about. Like since I've had a boyfriend, I've had some girls who like probably never would have talked to me before, and they'll be like, "Oh, we can talk about our relationships now." Oh, which is really weird. Yeah, because I'm just like you know there is more to me than my relationship, but sure, let's talk about it. Like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I just think like like our idea of girl code was so centered around boys or yeah. just people that we liked in general this is speaking like from a heterosexual mindset like yeah you know yeah I mean? we're like, speaking heteronormatively yeah, here i suppose yeah. so everybody's had different experiences and we'd love to hear about them if you'd like to talk with us yeah like i because i yeah we can't speak for anything but for me like growing up um I just like it was so centered around yeah boys and it, I feel like it started to change in college for me because mm -hmm. like I hate to say this but freshman year like I kind of just like gave up hope for finding you a know boyfriend what? yeah I chopped off all my hair and I was like screw you all so, I was yeah. like you know what I can't like everything that I do to like try is just not working. I'm not desirable. And like, when you stop trying, that's, that's when they when it, actually come, which yeah. is stupid. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I was like, you know what? This is so annoying. Like, it's, there's no mm -hmm. point. And, like, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I, even in high school, though, like, so when things were, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, I had a teacher who told me that, um, I don't know why we were talking about boys, me, uh, or I don't even remember the context, but she was saying that college boys will like us better than high school boys like Did us. Did she say that about me too? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I think I was sitting with that group. Oh, okay. And, um, she... I was like, oh, well, okay, so there is hope, because I had no luck in high school. So then when I got to college, and, the, you know, that first semester, I was like, well, I'm, I'm wrong, <laughs> and I was desirable, and then I found out that I, not that I wasn't desirable, but that not much changes from that summer of going from high school to 
college. You no, know what I, I mean? think like, there's a lot more change going from freshman year to sophomore year. Oh, absolutely. So then, you know, when I didn't see, I don't know. It's like I started to change my mentality of, you know, what, I'm not gonna live for to try to get a boy. Like that's not yeah. why I'm here. Especially, you know, because we're paying to go to school at that point. Yeah. So it's like I'm, I'm gonna do my thing do what I do best and it is like you said when you stop trying like that's when things started to appear mm-hmm. not always good things but it, yeah experiences nonetheless yeah and I think another big change was like when we were living in a room I mean I knew you obviously but we had four other roommates who mm-hmm. we were living with who were strangers essentially well not as they were definitely strangers <laughs> like yeah I'd never met them before never contacted them before um and yeah, and so things kind of change a lot when suddenly you're living with these strangers. And then our sophomore year, uh, we both spent some time living in a community style hall, mm-hmm. um, which is different because our first year we were in a suite. So we had a bathroom that we only shared with us six girls. And mm-hmm. then sophomore year, it was 40 people who yeah. lived on your wing. And so there is a, a different level of, you know, looking out for the girls that you kind of develop. Yeah. those experiences like I know whether it's like oh making sure that you have like feminine products or something or going we all went like underwear shopping together yeah and and it builds a different level of respect you know for yourself but for those for other women mostly you know yeah and it's absolutely. so much more than just like oh I like this boy my friend likes him so you can't have him yeah I think like a lot of the times we're taught in like films and stuff like that's kind of all you talk about with your friends is yeah. like boys and who you like and falling in love and everything and there's you know but that is so not true like no. and the other thing is too is a lot of times I feel like there's always like in a, a sense of like competitiveness between mm-hmm. two new girlfriends like you and I like we've been friends for eight years now like and even before, like, we entered into relationships, I feel like we established, like, after some time that, like, we're not interested in the same people, you know what no, I mean? And, like, our friendship yeah. is more than just both of us finding boyfriends. Yeah. But I feel like how girls are raised, at least how I feel like we were raised, was, like, your goal is to find somebody. Falling in mm-hmm. love and finding somebody means you've made success. And that puts you at a competitive, in a competitive mindset whenever you meet another woman. And, like, I found throughout college when I wasn't living to find a significant other, you know, I was more engaged with my girlfriends and talking about more, like, what's going on in our lives. Like, figuring yeah. out more about them. And Girl Cone, like you said, became more of, you know, oh, do you need an extra feminine product? Here. Or what's going on? Like, yeah, like you start to build, like, a relationship with your friend the way that you kind of pictured, like, a relationship with a boy. Like, me and my friend, um, Courtney used to say this. We'd be like, oh, my God, if you were a boy, like, I'd date you right up. Because, you know, like, yeah. we just, we found that sense of dependency on each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And, and it's interesting to see, like, how those relationships and those experiences shape your interactions with strangers even Mm -hmm. like um I I always go back to like my senior prom which was super weird for many reasons but at one point in prom I had a friend who was like chasing me like we were like just like playing tag or something on the dance floor Mm -hmm. and um 
and I ran into the bathroom um, to like take a breather or whatever and I walk in there and there's a girl who is like ugly crying at prom mm-hmm. and I literally go up to her and I'm just like nobody deserves to be crying at prom like what's wrong girl what's up and she's like my eye is swollen and I just look really stupid and I don't want to go out and I'm just like look at me which eye is swollen and she's like this one and I'm like I had to ask like I literally cannot tell that your eye is swollen and she said really and I was like yeah you're fine and she's like okay I'm gonna go back out there so she goes back out there and then the next day she was on the cover of the newspaper in uh the article that was covering our prom mm. and I feel like I was meant to be in there to find her <laughs> but like it's just like interesting because I mean I didn't have like any like ulterior motive other than you know wanting to be supportive of somebody who's in there like crying for yeah who knows why you know yeah. and my instant thought was like who hurt you it was a boy but it was literally like something so small no yeah absolutely. and like it was nice that you know I could hopefully help her feel better to and she went back out there, so. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like those, like, like tweets that go around where it's, like, drunk girls are so nice to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like just always being, like, the girls you meet in the bathroom, like, mm-hmm. being supportive. Yeah, that's. It's real. And the bathroom is always a, a weird place for, like, like time stops in yeah. a women's restroom. <laughs> it does. It does. I can't. Like, that's where we always had our weirdest conversations. We still tell the boys at school, there's a couch in the girls' bathroom. Oh, like the office? Uh-huh. We just, like, lie to them, and, and they believed it, too. They're stupid. No, <laughs> just kidding. Well, like, even, like, when we were in high school in the drama room, we always hung out in the girls' bathroom, changing room. Yeah, yeah. Like, we would just sit in there. I feel like there's a sense of, like, seclusion and trust. Yeah. That's, like, what's it called? The girls' room. The girls' room. On the Amanda room. Show. Because that was... I like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. That was the best bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think, I think when we started college and we start to get a better sense of who we were and who we are is not to find a significant other. Yeah. That's when, like, I feel my female relationships, my relationships with other women, those started to grow in strength and my idea of, like, what girl code is, you know? Because mm-hmm. now, like, I feel like all of my girlfriends, like, even if they, like, most of you have a significant other now, I believe. But, like, even my ones that don't, it's kind of like, oh, well, what, like, what's your type, kind of? And it's like, oh, that's not my type at all. Or, oh, yeah, he's cute. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's not, I don't know, like. Or we're looking for something, like, completely different in a relationship. Right. And, and that's not the basis of our friendships. Right. And, like, you finding a significant other, like, isn't going to take away from our friendship at all either like yeah hopefully you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like we kind of talked a little bit last week about like the change of like adjusting to it but that's not the basis for our relationships as friends either so no like there's still and and it's not the basis of you know who you are as a person either right like my relationship has made up of like a small portion of my life and it's doesn't define who I am as a person in no way like I have so many other like interests and passions besides my boyfriend like yes I like him and I like the time that we share together but it's like we are two individual people with individual interests Mm -hmm. and I think what's interesting too is that people are more 
likely to ask him about, you know, his life outside of his relationship, his job, his school, his yeah. whatever, than they are to ask me. Like, since I've gotten into a relationship, a lot more people will ask me, oh, what's your boyfriend doing after college? But they don't really ask me what I'm doing after college. Or, like, you ever wonder, like, so, because I think about this, and people don't do it, like, maliciously, but, like, a lot of the time when I'm asked, like, how I'm doing, it's also like, oh, how's he doing as well? And it's yeah. like, oh, he's good. Like, and I, I'm glad that they're asking, but I also wonder, like, when he enters a room, do people ask about how I'm doing? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. in the same way, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and there's that same, like, like, if you, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but, like, if you haven't talked to somebody in a while, and they're just like, oh, I know you're busy, like, with your boyfriend or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I do have a life outside of my relationship. Yeah. And a lot of that life is spent doing nothing. So you really could just, you know, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> I think another thing is, like, wanting to empower other women has, like, because, okay, so we kind of talked about, like, what girl code was when we were growing up and what we've seen it change. So, yes. your definition of girl code, what are the girl codes that you live by now? Yes. Um, yes. I don't know why. Yes. Yes. There you go. That's one of the girl codes, though. You know, being supportive of other women, allowing people <laughs> to be true to themselves. I think, um, you know, my sisters also helped to shape my definition of girl code because we are all extremely extremely different Mm -hmm. we're also the same in a lot of ways but I think I don't know my sisters are very different from me and I think recognizing that those differences are okay Mm -hmm. is a big part of girl code because I would think I think um like my oldest sister is very like out there with like her makeup and her hair and um She's kind of, she was like a scene kid in school, so she's kind of like, like an, um, if scene went high fashion, mm. sort of, that's what my sister looks like now. Okay. Um, and she's got like a lot of tattoos, and versus me, I'm probably like the more like stereotypical girl next door kind of look to me. And then my little sister is, um, she kind of is more like a tomboy, sort of. Um, yeah, she's edgy. Her haircut. Real Abby, I'm living for your haircut. I hope you're listening. I love it. We actually were talking about, I'm like, are you going to cut it again? Are you going to grow it out? And she's like, I think I'm going to grow it out and see how the awkward phase is. If you've ever grown out a pixie cut, that awkward phase is no <laughs> joke. It's horrible. But she's still cute. She's not at the awkward stage yet. So, But anyways, we're all very different. Mm-hmm. And I think that accepting and embracing those differences is a big part of the girl code that I'm living by. Yeah, I can agree with that, because my sisters and I are also very different. My older sister, she's very, like, what hipsters want to be, like, just oh. totally, like, going at the beat of her own drum, like, and I'm not saying that, like, you know, she's going to the beat of her, like, she is, like, her clothes and her fashion sense, like, I haven't seen it anywhere else. Then you have someone like my younger sister, who really likes to be on trend, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, she, I mean, and she dresses so, like, it's just so it's cute. cute. It's cute. I don't know. She's like a pixie. Yes, she is. She's like a little Tinkerbell. Yes. She has that attitude like her, Yeah. Too. You oh, do. I love it. Um, but, yeah, and it is different, and it's like, I feel like a lot of times, especially, like, like, in magazines, especially when we were growing up, I feel like 
writing in magazines is changing a little bit, but it's always like y- you have to be the it girl. Like you have to. There's only one right way to be a girl, and oh, to be no, a yeah. woman, a desirable woman. You know, and it doesn't fit to one everybody's like personality. You know, yeah. like and what's to say? What what does I don't know? Just you can't define a girl by. Only no, X amount of things. and I think especially like nowadays, like we're finding that there are so many different ways to be a woman. Yes, there isn't just that 1950s housewife. There isn't just that 90s supermodel. Mm-hmm. There isn't just you know the Kardashians of the world. Yeah, there are so many other ways to be a woman, and not all of them are feminine. Yeah, and that should be okay. You yeah, know? and there's nothing wrong with you know fitting into what you know, a magazine says is it. Like, if that's if that's what you like and that's what you're doing, that's okay, too. Yeah. But there shouldn't be a forced for everybody to be the same. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a good that's a good point. What else? Um, oh, let's think. I, I think also looking out for, like, the safety and general well-being yes. of girls. I mean, that is a huge girl code thing. Like, when you leave my house you text me when you get home yeah and if you don't then I should be texting you yeah like yeah yeah I know every time you drop me off you'd wait until I got inside the house I remember that yeah, you never just don't left. think you could fall off the stairs again wow and no one's there to take care of you you fall down a flight of stairs four times and this is what happens you bring this on yourself Haley <laughs> but yeah, that's true. I would agree with that. Another thing that I would agree to um, as part of the girl code is being excited for your friends when something good is happening in their lives. Oh yeah, I think and and I know that can be hard sometimes. Like I know um, as somebody who deals with anxiety, sometimes it's like it's hard to watch other people around you sometimes when it's like you're progressing forward, and I feel like I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like like we're both applying for jobs right now, and like if I hear that like you have an interview, I don't really think like oh, you know, crud, I'm I'm not moving forward. I get really excited for you, right? Because like, I know that you're an excellent employee, and I want you to be able to like benefit and do the most that you can do. And what you're doing is completely different from what I'm doing, so it shouldn't yeah. really affect how I feel about myself. Yeah. Well, no, and I I have. I'm fortunate enough to have friends who are supportive like that, and I really try to be supportive of all of you, too. But, like, I know my little sister has a friend who, it's, like, a constant competition. It's a struggle of, like, I'm not going to say good job because I'm mostly jealous. And it's just, like, what does it matter? Like, if you're both progressing, you know. I, my mom went to a conference, and she listened to this motivational speaker, and I can't remember the quote for exactly, but... Basically, what she said was, you know, on your way to the top of where you're going, bring people with you, pull people up, and that's, I feel like that's important, and I especially feel like that's important for girl code, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's pulling all of us up, because when we all rise up together, we all increase we the, have a bigger army to the fight sound. the man. Yeah, we, <laughs> like our sound, our voice gets louder. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. We we all have a voice, and I just think like us teaming up together makes it stronger, and we have a better chance of being heard. Yeah. So. I feel that. I feel that. Another thing is like 
Um, this is just for me in terms of my girl code. Like, um, like I believe in feminism. I believe in, you know, equal opportunity for both sexes. And so yeah. my girl code is not only making sure that, you know, all of us girls are, you know, seen as, you know, have the opportunity to be paid the same as men or, you know, have the opportunity to be seen as strong or a leader, but yeah. also to make sure that boys as well have the opportunity to be sensitive, be yeah, emotional. And calling people out when they're right. not paying attention to their own, you know, discrimination. Yes. So that to me is important as well. Um, you know, that's part of my girl code. Yeah. And last but not least, um, Feeding your friends. Feeding your friends. I was going to say Are you serious? No, I legit was oh going to Always making sure you have food on hand. Yeah, no, because, like, if you come over, like, I felt really bad. Last time you came over, I didn't have food in my house. I had wine, and that was about it. You know what? I enjoyed it. You know I, <laughs> Yeah. It's okay. We went to go get Chipotle. So. Yeah, that's true. I always have, like, popcorn and, like, wine. Every time house. I've gone to Chrissy's <laughs> house, usually we film this podcast at her house, but today we're actually in my bedroom filming. Yeah. Um, so... And every time, you know, she feeds me. I fed you chocolate because that's I the kind of person that. I am. Yeah. But, yeah, agree. Yeah. I was going to say that. I was going to make spaghetti and meatballs if you came over today, but... Oh. <laughs> you can come over for dinner if you'd like. I can't. I'm leaving. Oh, my gosh, Haley. Why do you have to have your own life? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Next time. Oh, I love spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. Next time. But, no, that's a real thing, though. Making sure... Your friends are fed. Yeah. Because. I just, I I, it's like a, just a little, like, I don't know, there's something about food to me that brings people together. Yeah, so and then the part of me is just like, what, am I like, like, feeding into this, like, housewife stereotype? No. That has been built for, you know, around me. See, my problem <sighs> with, like, like, people saying, like, don't feed into the stereotype, it's like, it's not... It's not even that that lifestyle is bad. It's not No, because you want to know if something. If someone wants to be at home, you know, taking care of the home, that's fine. I think, and that's not, that's not the fight we're trying to have. We're trying to have the fight to have the opportunity to do something else. It should be yeah, our choice. Because, yeah, like I was watching this video that somebody shared on Facebook last night, and it was people in Jordan. Uh, it was a bunch of men being interviewed about what would you do if you're sister decided to, you know, work or, you know, go outside of the house or whatever, and all the bro- all the, the men were just like, uh, that wouldn't be okay with me, that takes away our honor, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's, and, and like, it's two different. Like, a man, a man's self-respect is different from a woman's desire to do something with her life, and that doesn't take away from the respect of a man. I think it's kind of like that thing where it's like, our sole purpose isn't just to find a relationship or to talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. Our sole purpose in wanting equality is not to take away from somebody else. It's to no. have the same opportunity. I think that's where the biggest misconception is. Is We're not yeah. asking for rights of men to be taken away. We're asking for the same rights. And it's ridiculous that that's a real argument that's being made against somebody. It's the same thing of... You know, people talking about, like, oh, are white people afraid to be a minority because minorities are treated badly? It's like, what? Are men afraid to have their opportunities taken away? Opportunities that haven't always been offered to women? And it's like, 
and like amazing. I can't, yeah, and like I can't speak for that, but just like in terms of like knowing the answer, but it's just like no, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's that, and yeah. also um, shoot, I lost my train of thought. I mean, like I recognize, like I do have some privilege, you know, as a white people, as but a white. <laughs> as a white people, but it's not even always just like fighting for something for me as a woman but it's like there's a lot of other people who don't mm-hmm. have those opportunities whether it's you know a race issue a financial issue um a geographical issue whatever what have you like yeah making sure that i know, think the biggest thing is, is making sure everyone has the same opportunity yeah there you go yeah. so but yeah that's that's my girl code list i think it's interesting I the more I get older the more I you know a lot of times when we were younger like it's always like I wish I wasn't a girl because then I wouldn't have a period or I wish I wasn't a girl because girls are mistreated a lot of the time you know what I mean but I think the older I get the more I'm like this sucks but you know I'm, it's more, I'm more willing to fight for it than I am to, you know, just wish I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, and there are a lot of great things about being a girl, too, like, yes, boobs are fun. They are fun. Yeah, they are fun. Um, I told that to my boyfriend, I was like, man, you should be so jealous you don't have boobs, and he goes, yeah, I do, and I was just like, yeah, but yours are mostly muscle. (laughs) You know? Boobs are fun. I don't, I, like, I guess. I've never thought about it that way. That's another thing, though, too, that you just, I don't know. I think that's another thing that as a girl, there's so much pressure about your boobs. There's pressure Uh, about everything. 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 Skin, that was my thing. Body type. Oh, yeah. Your butt. Hair. It's always, Uh, I, yeah, just remembering I am imperfect. No. No one's imperfect. Or is everyone imperfect? That's what I mean. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Haley, I am in fact imperfect. No. Literally, we, my spine is misaligned. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh my god. Shout out to my other scoliosis sisters. Just kidding. Anyways, that was a weird thing to say. Did you ever see The Office when um, Michael's like asking about disabilities and he's like, does anyone have a disability? And Phyllis goes, I had scoliosis as a girl. And he's like, Talking about real problems, Phyllis, not a women's issue. That hurts my feelings. It's like so wrong. It's so wrong. I've been me and my boyfriend have been watching that show. I mean, he watches it all the time. He loves that show. But um, I've been watching some of the older episodes, and I'm like, oh my god, like, you know, wow, you know. And some of the stuff he says, I'm like, dang. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's bad, but but you don't realize, like. That's actually, like, really bad. No, I, yeah, and I think, I think that's another part of girl code is that, you know, that standing up for other women, even the ones who aren't there, even the ones who aren't real, if I'm watching something and there's something offensive or sexist on it, like, I've had my guy friends over before and they're hanging out with my boyfriend and we're all watching something and something really offensive comes on and I will pause it and be like, let me tell you why that was offensive. And they roll their eyes, but I'm just like, you guys aren't 
you don't know how that feels. Yeah, it's awareness. Yeah, and I'm going to keep telling them. Get woke. I'm going to keep telling them. Pause all their shows. (laughs) Till they, uh... Just so that they understand, you know? Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, thanks for bearing with us. Talking about our schoolgirl crushes and... Girl code, you know? And let us know, like, what girl code you live by, because I'm always interested to hear more about that. and See if we can better ourselves, Expand my knowledge and... Fellas, if you're out there listening, this tell is... us about the bro code. Yeah, tell us too, about the bro because... code. Like, where do we have lots of alignments? Like, yeah, the, you know, what would be are fun? we all just actually? Oh, you know what? We had we men had to talk on. to. <laughs> we should have invited. Our, we should. We should do a podcast with our boyfriends one day. Okay. I don't know if it'd be too stupid. No, I think it'd be cool to get their perspective on this as well. Yeah, we should do a second episode about the bro code. Yeah, we're, okay, so we're going to think about this. Don't know if we're going to use our boyfriends or our guy friends. We'll, Maybe guy friends. We'll see I don't who's know. more interested who's in participating. Wi- who's, yeah, who's willing to come on. We won't force anybody. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you guys for listening. So again, this is Halfway Here. Halfway here. And why did we drop the tea? Because it needed to be spilled. That's just how it is. You know what? Straight mm. facts. So we hope that you enjoyed this. Um, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, what have you, and let us know if you have any questions for us, comments, uh, any ideas of topics that you'd like us to cover. Yeah, let us know. And um, 